Kicking It with my mommy, Keisha. Hey, welcome to Kicking It with Keisha. I am your host, Keisha. And I'm just going to jump right into episode one, Boss-ish. And this episode is getting to know who I am. For those who don't know, um, I am a mom. I'll just start there. Um, I have two beautiful children, a son that's 10, a daughter that's eight, going on 18. So for those that understand, pray for me. Um, Very educated. I do have a bachelor's degree. Um, I have some graduate classes that's been completed. I could go back and get a master's, but until Joe go and uh, cancel some of them previous student loans, they just going to sit right there on the transcripts. We're going to leave them alone. Um, let's see. Um, I am an author. I am in the process of completing my first novel. So, of course, we will uh, have a whole episode dedicated to this book uh, because this has been about two years almost in the making so when I say we're going to celebrate it's going to be a big one um I have a lot um of just free time this is like my second podcast so um uh, for those who don't know I did a podcast previously uh with one of my great friends um right now that podcast is on hold um but I wanted to do one that was just, you know, something that I could just call my own, that um, I kind of had the creative control and set the tone for. So um, that's me in a nutshell. I mean, it might be some more layers to me, but y'all will find some more of that as the season goes on. Um, the intentions of Kicking It With Keisha, uh, this show is really geared towards the women. Fellas, I promise we're going to have some shows get towards y'all. We can't leave y'all out completely. Um, I may even let my kids come on an episode so we may have a kids episode. But ladies, we got to have some Sunday night chit chat before the week begins. And the reason I pick Sunday is Sunday is everyone's like either a self-care day. It's a wind down day. So I kind of feel like I'm like the perfect homegirl that y'all can listen to. Even if you don't listen on Sundays when the episode drops, you can listen throughout the week. And I just hope that my show can not only inspire someone else, it can motivate someone else, or it can just be a good laugh for the week. Or maybe sometimes a cry because I feel like I'm going to have those episodes. That might just be a little touch and go for some people, just depending on the topic. But my whole intention for the first episode um is just to um set the tone for our boss women out there um there are a lot of women that are starting businesses from the ground up hiring employees being a boss and the employee like listen the person that i interviewed for the first episode when i tell you she's a very phenomenal woman just to give a background, just from my take on her, um, one of my great friends introduced me to her, um, and now she feels like I stole her way. I promise y'all I didn't steal her way. She's just a really loving and caring person and easy to talk to. Um, and I've just seen so many different layers of her since getting to know her. And when I say I just love supporting a business where you go and get an experience, she is a black owned nail 
um, salon owner. Um, she has a single lady shop. It's just her uh, doing nails, pedicure. She does lashes. I'm about to see if sis can do my brows. So I'm going to keep y'all posted and let y'all know if she does brows. But listen, I stay with an appointment. I swear I go to go to her at least once a week. If it's not for nails, for lashes. I just went and got a pedicure. And now I'm going back for some lashes. So listen, when I say go run her books up, run her books up. Because I even made my daughter an appointment. Um, So nail culture by Key is, when I say phenomenal, phenomenal service across the board and not just because i know her um just that's just from a paying customer so i really want y'all to sit back and listen to some of the questions that i asked because those questions may be repeated throughout the series that i'm going to do for some upcoming um women in some additional interviews but geared towards what service and product they're providing so um Without further ado, I want y'all to listen to her and then we'll come back and we'll finish up the show. Hey guys, this is our interview portion. So we do have a series on our boss ass women and I'm here with one of our first interviews and one of our first bosses. I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Kiana. I am the owner of Nail Culture by Key. Hello. So, Key, what inspired you to start a business? Like, what were you thinking? Like, were you like, I'm tired of doing a nine to five. I want to be my own boss. Like, what inspired you to start a business? Well, honestly, I've always wanted to have my own business. Um, I grew up watching my mother um, in her own business. My mother owned a beauty salon in Portsmouth, Virginia. And she did it for 35 years. So, she was my first example. And my best example of girl power <laughs> of being a boss of making everything work holding down the house and just being independent and you know making it all make sense while still out here grinding she made it look so easy and she always told me that it was better to be your own boss but you know me being a stubborn little kid in college no i'm gonna go work for x y and z <laughs> you know <laughs> and she was fine with that because she's like that's fine if that's your path that's what it is but you can always you know come back to that so she actually prepped me and prepared me to be my own boss my whole life so it wasn't no big shocker to anyone when i did it it was just a matter of time because i had those great examples growing up now with a great example in watching your mom do what she did what did you learn the the do's and don'ts of starting your own business uh the do's that i learned was do be respectful do be respectful of people's times as uh -huh. a hairstylist lots of um businesses tend to overbook you know be respectful of people's time make sure you're offering quality service so when i opened my nail salon those were the things that i always wanted and always make sure that i provide quality service a great experience making sure my client is comfortable at all times and happy with their product that they're buying, that they're paying for. So that's one of the best do's that I've learned. Don't, uh -oh. do not settle. Do not underprice yourself. Okay. Pay yourself what you're worth, you know. Don't be afraid to, you know, say this is how much I charge because they're paying for your expertise, so. Is it hard, so like, Everybody does nails. Everybody has 
their own niche of doing their own thing is it hard building your clientele in a popular field um it comes with its challenges but when you do quality work your clients are going to come and your clients are going to stay so i would rather my clients i have loyal clients that are happy with my work than that one client that comes one time and i'll see them no more gotcha. you know i mean you're going to get those but it's better to have a rapport with your client and be able to offer them services and y'all just have a good time while getting great work done you know so i don't feel that it's hard to build business i feel it may be hard to build quality and a clientele it's definitely not hard to get business in the door but creating a clientele of repeat customers can be challenging but you have to stick with your guns and keep it going you just got to keep doing it what would you say has been a challenge for you like especially like with the pandemic i know a lot of businesses were up and coming and then they had to close down or they had to reconfigure their whole business structure like what did the pandemic do for your business so i followed the rules <laughs> when they said shut down oh honey i shut down okay because i am not trying to catch nothing you I know i have to value my life value my kids life and my family so you have to just do what you got to do you do it the right way when it was time to reopen I did put in uh, strict measures, you know, to make sure that my clients and myself were safe. So it didn't, it hurt. Of course, it hurt everyone, but we're still here. We're still doing it and it's going to be okay. Just praying that we don't go into a second wave of shutdown, but if it do happen, make sure your finances are in order so that you can survive through the shutdown. Makes sense. Where do you see your business like in the next, like, Two years from now, five years from now, what are your plans? Um, in the next two years, I plan to have a brick and mortar salon. Right now, I am, I am uh, in my own space at home salon, which I, is actually absolutely gorgeous. And Keish, I love it. Here, okay, you know, yes, I love it. Here. But I do want a brick and mortar building, um, full service offering more services, full service salon and spa. So okay. that is my goal. Okay. Well, you, are you looking to bring on more text? Or are you still going to be solo? No, I definitely want to bring on more text so that I can offer more services to my clients. Uh, yeah, we just want to pack the house with great quality technicians and offering quality service. And how are you about, so you learned the trade of doing nails. How are you about teaching that to someone else, to the next generation that wants to do that? That's actually part of my business plan. Okay. So I do plan to open a school a nail school within the next five years where I will be able to uh, you know teach and help people get licensed to do nails uh, a lot of a lot of nail techs do classes to show people how to do nails but a lot of them aren't getting get, getting these people set up for licenses they'll just show you okay come learn this class do this nail art I don't want to do that I want to teach them Okay, yeah, we can do this nail art, but let's make sure you can get licensed to do that nail art <laughs> so that you can have a business. You know, a business part is foremost because that's how you make your money. And uh, then you bring in the nail art and all those great things because those are very important too. It's good to stay on top of your craft, but getting the business portion is more important, in my opinion, to make sure that you can stay in business <laughs> and teach people how to be in business for themselves. Makes sense. So, 
to wrap up the interview, what would be some advice that you would give either to an upcoming boss woman or a person that's still in the planning stage? Like she's still working nine to five. She wants to go into business for herself, but she's just not quite there yet. What advice would you give to them? I would tell them to, if you're scared, that's great. Do it scared. <laughs> Don't be, you know, it's okay to be scared because, you know, your life, is, you know, your finances is on the line. So I would just tell them to do, just do it. Don't think about it where you're sitting there with that paperwork. Just go ahead and fill it out. <laughs> just get it done. If this is what you want to do, just start it. You have to start somewhere. And if you are scared, then do it, do it scared. If you're not scared, then this might not be, then I'm, I'm concerned that you're not scared. Because <laughs> you're already ready. Right, right. I was definitely afraid, but I just jumped out there and did it. Because if not... I mean, it was just going to sit there. Who was going to do it So take if I don't risk. do it? Being right. able to take that risk. Sometimes you got to be able to jump out there. Well, thank you so much for kicking it with Keisha this You're week. Welcome, and we would definitely tag your business in this week's episode. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all check out her work. She not only does nails, she does lashes, pedicure. She is a fully functioning nail salon. So I would definitely get her... Um, tag in the post and then you guys go ahead and book some services the, the hot girl summer is not over yet so it's still time to get those Everybody nails done going to hot girl fall and winter and christmas listen she ready for y'all <laughs> yes thanks keisha welcome i enjoy kicking it with you girl thank you ma'am mm -hmm. now i know after listening to that interview y'all already done went to her style seat her instagram and y'all done lit up her her schedule right i know Y'all got to tell me. I already know. So, listen. This podcast is going to be a roller coaster of happiness. But, you know, we may have a few episodes that just may pinch your nerve. I don't want to, you know, we thug, so we don't cry, you know. We take, our, we, we take a shower, you know. It, it's just water that's running down our face from the shower. We don't cry. We thugs. I understand. I know. I know how it go. So, listen. When I say this is going to be an experience for all, I just really want to help the next person out. We struggle every day just having to get up, get ourselves ready. But when you start including kids and you got to make sure your significant other got his work shoes and a work badge, listen, here, got you, sis, I understand. Breathe. Take two seconds to do that. Because sometimes we may forget. So breathe. It's going to be good. We're going to be okay. What we just can't do is we can't sit in that same comfortable spot for too long. That's what I don't want for any of y'all. And y'all may y'all may be like, yo, she, she, she just stepped on my big toe. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I promise I didn't. But the whole focal point of this is to be inspiring. Like... I, I, I'm telling you, I have I have the most bomb ass friends. Cause when I tell you, I be right I be right on the ledge. Like y'all, it's it. I'm old, I'm done. Like my anxiety is off the chart. I can't take it. I'm done. And they just like, please go sit down and just relax. You, why you overthink your whole life? I'm here. I'm being your sister today. It's gonna be okay. Breathe. I got you. You know, hit me up. Send me a DM. Go to my Instagram if you need to vent. I'm here for you. Um, We're going to get through it together. It, it may take a while. It may not even take a while. It just may take a session. 
but we're going to be okay. Okay. We're going to be okay together. So I want you to go and do something this week to inspire someone else. So I'm going to give y'all some homework. I know y'all mad at me already. Um, I really just want you to, I don't know, if you got a friend that done called you up, maybe in the last week, maybe in the last month, maybe just since the new year, that had an idea about something or they told you a situation that they had going on, call them, tell them something motivating. Heck, take, take them to lunch. Send, send them a cash app for $20 and be like, lunch on me today. Your coffee on me today. Here go money for your Starbucks order. Just do something that's going to uplift the next person and just let them know that you're thinking about them. That's all I want y'all to do. But I'm going to leave y'all with something very inspirational because you know I can't let y'all just go into a new week and not have nothing to, 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 think, to think about. So I want you to think about your younger self. Think about your younger self, no matter if it's your younger self in teenage form, your younger self in, all, you want to go all the way back to like your elementary school days, middle school days. Think about your younger self and think about the things that you wanted to be or wanted to do when you got older. Have you accomplished any of those things? Have you thought about any of those goals or aspirations? And then I want you to think about the things as an adult that you have accomplished. And I want you to compare those. And I want to see if any of them match if you if at I don't know if you were ten or eleven, you said, "Hey, I want to go to school and be a teacher," and that's what you set out to do. Or if you wanted to join the military and you spent a few years in the military, I I I just want to say thank you that you were that type of person that held down that type of responsibility to be like, "This is the goal I set, and this is what I've achieved." But also think about your younger self. And some of the lessons that you learned, did you learn from them and take them into your adult years? Or did you change a little bit? Did any of those things match up? So I want you to really focus on what dynamics of life has changed. Like, has your, has your friends changed? Has your mindset changed? Do you still have those same tendencies to hold a grudge for a person for years on end? Are you still the same person that'll cut a person off because... They said something you didn't like, like you, you called them for some advice. Like, I want you to really sit back this week. So again, not really a homework assignment. It's more of a reflection moment. So I just want you to think, like, am I fulfilling my purpose? So that's the reason for this exercise. Am I walking and fulfilling the purpose that I'm set to do? Because we all have one. If we figured that out at the age of 12 and we did that by com becoming the teacher we wanted to be, or hell, if we 32 and we still trying to figure out what the purpose is, since that's okay, it's a lot of us out there and we're going to get it together and we're going to do it on our time when the time is right. So don't rush. When I say next week, we're going to hop into some more boss ass women. I'm ready for next week's interview already. So listen, ladies, if you need me, send me a DM, send me an email. And again, I'm also looking for someone to sponsor. So if you want me to promote your business, if you want me to support um, you want me to promote your products? Just let me know. We can set something up. Until next time, ladies, stay safe. It's crazy world out there. We're going to talk about it in these, in these episodes to come. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Kicking It with Keisha. I just want to take the time to first say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that has supported Kicking It with Keisha. 
if you've shared um, any of my links, if you've taken the time out to listen to the first episode and interview, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I was very nervous in putting out a second podcast because the first podcast was really, really a great turnout, so I didn't know what to expect the second time around, but I just want to say thank you to everyone. So we're just going to hop into episode two. We're already at week two. And this week's topic is prepare your table. And I know y'all thinking like prepare your table. Wouldn't it be the table? But this is only focused and geared towards an individual this week. Um, I've, I've been reading a lot lately, ladies, and I've just been studying myself and focused on just rebranding and rebuilding me. So I thought I would just share a message that I feel like can transpire across to anyone, not just us women. Um, because some fellas out there, they need to rebuild and rebrand themselves. All of us have had some type of toxic situation one way or another. If it's just a toxic trait that we have within ourselves, or even if we've been in a toxic relationship. So when I say prepare your table, I'm going to break it down for y'all because I just want y'all to get the message. And if the message works for you, perfect. If you know that this message is intended for someone that you may know, all I ask for you to do this week, because I gave y'all homework last week, all I want you to do this week is to share this message with that individual. You don't have to give them a reason. Just be like, hey, listen to this. I thought you would enjoy. Okay. All right. That's what we're going to do this week. So we all know that the saying is, what are you bringing to the table? Everyone knows that saying, like, hey, I'm trying to get in a relationship, or hey, I'm trying to start a business. What can you bring to the table? But we first have to start with your own table. What are you placing on the table that's going to transpire to the next person or what's going to transpire if you have a business partner? You yourself have to have the right characteristics. You have to have the right finances. You yourself have to even have the right energy, personality to be in a business mind or to be in a relationship mind. Because when you're going to the table with other people or with another individual, you have to already come prepared. So I feel like sometimes there may be some things that are lacking on your end or even sometimes on the other person's end that you may want to make up for yourself. Not to say that they can't fix their own table or not to say that they can't change something within themselves. But sometimes, you know, some person has to balance out the other. So it can't just be all on one person. So I just want us to take the time to think about what it is you yourself as an individual. What are you putting on your table that can reflect off to others? Even not even just in a relationship standpoint of a significant other, a marriage. Sometimes you have to prepare your own table even when you're getting into friendships because you can't have these one sided friendships. And trust me, I've been in some of them. So you have to make sure that what you're bringing on, what you're placing or preparing for your table, it reflects to all. So I really just want to focus on the, I guess, the relationship and business side. And when I say relationship, again, this is like across the board. So when you have a relationship, the first and most important relationship is a relationship you have with yourself, because if you're not fully mentally prepared or put together or even refreshed like as a parent sometimes we get burned out so when you're not your your whole entire self 
it, it kind of reflects onto others, your children, your significant other, people around you, like your family members. So we're going to start with just, you know, the basics, you know, what is it that makes you happy? What is it that you know that your strengths and your weaknesses, because sometimes we're, we're looking for mates or we're looking to get in these friendships where the other person has all of these characteristics and all of these strengths and weaknesses that we lack. But that's when we get those one-sided relationships because we're expecting that person to meet us where we can't, where we know that we're not there yet. And that's not fair to them because they've prepared their own table to be that way. Um, I just feel like a lot of people have these expectations. So we're just going to jump into the expectation portion of this. Um, that somebody is supposed to make up what you lack and they're supposed to deal with all of your toxicity because some people carry the baggage of an old relationship or an old friendship and they bring that baggage into the next one. And that's hard on the next person to have to unpack your baggage from a previous past when you could have unpacked it yourself prepared your table to go into a new relationship. No one wants to have to take on your insecurities. No one wants to take on your frustration of, well, this person tell me they're going to the grocery store. Is that where they're really going? Or you see your friend going on a trip with somebody else and you just like, dang, why I didn't get an invite? So, you know, sometimes this is things like that, that, you know, you want to just kind of clear the air, just be like, hey, my previous relationship was this. And this is what I knew happened in this relationship. This is how I know it went bad. This is when I know it was coming to an end. And this is what I did to physically prepare myself to come into a new relationship. No one wants to hear I was in a bad relationship. It took a lot out of me. And then you, you end the sentence like there is no this is what I did to fix myself. Because we all know in a relationship, it's not just a one-sided story. It's his story, her story, and the truth. His story, his story, and the truth. Her story, her story, and the truth. So again, we all got to know what we did wrong in the situation and make sure we clear the air. Um, so when preparing your table, just making sure that you laying everything on the table, making sure that we got to talk about it, y'all, that, that, that finance word that people like to push to the back of the conversation. No, ma'am, no, sir. We're going to talk about that in the beginning because no one wants to get into a relationship or a business relationship with someone and their finances are in order. Because, oh, child, we can talk about going into something toxic all day. That can be worked out through counseling, through therapy, through, you know, self-reflecting, whatever, going to church and listening to your pastor. We can work on that part of a relationship. But finances is finances. It's in black and white every day of the week. So if you in debt and you taking that on to your partner or you taking that on to your business partner, that's where things get sticky and that can cause a wedge between anybody. So we also have to make sure that when preparing our table, that our finances are in order. And not to say you got to come with a crisp, clean 800 credit score. We're not asking for that. Because trust and believe, some of us women be wanting these men and some of these men be wanting these women to have these 800 and these top credit scores. But we can work on things together if we know, like, in the beginning, like, hey, 
yo, you know, I've been working on myself, but I'm also trying to get my credit right. So, you know, right now I'm sitting at like a 600. Who? Say that up front. Be honest with people. No one wants to get into something and then later down the road find out I've been talking to you for six months to a year and you in debt up to your eyeballs. We ain't got time. Sis, don't do it. Bruh, don't do it. We ain't got time to be finding out things after the fact. We all too grown for that. Um, So when preparing your table, just make sure your things are in order. Think about when you go to a restaurant. You go to a restaurant and you may have a large party. They may not have a table that accommodates a party of eight. So what do they kind of do? They kind of push the tables together, right? So when you think about preparing your own table, just think about you pushing the table that you prepared to the next person. If that's you going into a relationship, you starting a business relationship, y'all going to push these tables together. So they prepare theirs, you prepare yours, and y'all going to bring them together, right? But what is it that's going to be on your table that's going to have them ready to push tables together? Like, what is it that you have prepared, rebranded? What have you physically done for you to say, yeah, I'm ready to join my table with the next person. I'm ready to, to go off onto this business venture. So let me go ahead and push my table with so-and-so or let me reach out to this person and that person because I know they already have a business and their business is flourishing and they're looking for business partners. So let me go and tell them I'm ready. But are you really ready? Are you ready to say, hey, I'm ready to take what I have to put what you got? You have to make sure that you are at a level or you, you yourself are even prepared enough to put on the table what you got because sometimes you know we out here doing things for us getting degrees llc's whatever the case may be but are you ready to lay all that on the table you playing poker are you ready to lay your cards down sometimes we have to to look at what we have to offer to the next person and be like are we even ready to lay any of this down for someone to see because we still could be gathering the things that we need to even lay that on the table so when i say prepare your table Making sure that you have sat down, you strategize this, this, and the third. I worked on this. Okay, I got this relationship. This is what I learned for myself. I went and I prayed. We are not religious people, but if you have a religious background and you went and prayed, and prayer changes things now. So if you went and prayed, you read a Bible scripture, whatever you did to mentally prepare yourself, you read some self books, you know, you, you reach out to people. Listen, when I tell y'all, making sure that you're preparing your table again to push it to the next person, to put it in a relationship, to put it to that business person, to business partner, do that. But don't do it before you're ready. Because if you haven't fully fulfilled the plan, looked at the blueprint, read it over, you know what forwards and backwards, don't bring somebody else into it when you're not fully ready. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a pause on, a, on this portion of the show. I'm going to let y'all listen to this interview that I did with a phenomenal business owner. I told y'all we have a series, Boss Ass Women. This is part two of our series. This time we're going to change gears. Last week we had a nail shop owner. This week we're going to go over, I'm going to just call her a chef because the way sis be cooking these meals, she need a chef hat. Well, her name across it. I'm just waiting to see her name in light because the way she whipped this food up. And when I say sis hands is blessed because I've tasted her food before. Miss Tierra Parker is a phenomenal chef. She has started small by just doing individual meals. And now she is catering 
to multiple people. I want to say she did like a big event, like a brunch or a wedding, but sis has blessed hands in the kitchen. So I'm going to try to listen to the interview as we did last week. Once you listen, go to her social media and I want y'all to run sis books up for me again. Order some, some Sunday dinners, order you and your boo a, a couple dinner. Go over there and run her, run her schedule up too. So I'll let y'all listen to the interview and then we'll hop back into the end of the show. So I hope y'all enjoyed the interview I had with Miss Tierra Parker. Again, go follow her on all social media platforms. Go support another Black-owned business by a woman. And listen, when she blows up, just know I'm going to be there to support. So back to the topic for episode two, prepare your table. So again, just hopping back into, before we took that little brief intermission for the interview portion, I just really want to talk to those individuals who have this, this trust issue, who have these, um, who's very intimidated, who's very insecure in themselves. You can't take that into your next relationship. Hell, you can't even take that into your next friendship. We have to work on ourselves before we try to include other people in our bubble. Because if you are coming to the table and pushing your table with somebody else's and these issues haven't been resolved or you yourself haven't been able to reflect on the issues that you deal with on yourself, then you're going to expect this other person to have to maintain and deal with your lack of trust, your lack of insecurity. And they may not have those issues. They may be, they may have already reflected on what they needed to do. Maybe they used to be that way. Maybe they had trust issues. Maybe they didn't believe anything somebody told them and they worked on that. So then you may open up a whole nother wound that a person already closed. So, you know, last week I gave y'all some homework and I know y'all probably like, Keisha gave me one more homework exercise. I'm going to stop listening to the podcast, but I promise you, it's all in good preparation for everything I'm about to bless y'all with. So, again, I know at the beginning of the show, I told you to share this episode with someone that you, from listening to this message, that you know needed to hear it. But I want you guys to reflect. Is your table properly prepared for what situation you're currently in? If that's just a committed relationship if that's a marriage, if it's even a friendship, even if it's a business partnership, is your table properly prepared for that level of commitment? And sometimes this exercise may not, it may take longer than next week's episode. It may take the entire season or the remaining of this year. But I really want you all to reflect on yourselves. Reflect on the person you are today. Is this the person that you expected to be? Is this the person that you want to present to another person? Is this what you want everyone to know you as? Like, okay, I worked on myself, but I still got a little bit more to do. Okay, I worked on this part of myself. I know that I'm not fully into a position to open myself up to somebody else, but I can start the journey. And that's okay. 
again in preparing your table you have to know what you are laying out when you lay that when you lay your cards on the table or when you make your spread on the table and you know what you're breaking be able to tell someone that like hey i've been on this journey i've been focusing on me i've been rebranding myself relearning myself i'm not fully quite where i need to be but i know in getting there that i have properly i know that i have properly done what i needed to do to get to this point and in getting to this point and in getting to this point i know that i need to tell you hey i've gotten to this point i did what i needed to do i just want you to go along with me to the end i want you to be there and holding my hand and going through this journey with me there may be a person that be like i'm down i i'm gonna go on the journey with you or there may be a person that be like yeah i hear what you're saying i'm just not ready to go on a journey with you but hit me up when you're done and that's okay because again you go to the restaurant they gotta put tables together because they don't have a table big enough for your party sometimes people don't want to interlock tables some people don't want to push tables together if they already know it's not going to fit if it's not going to be enough space or if you got too much that you bring it to the table and they table already fully prepared so again in these analogies that i'm giving to y'all just know that it's okay to tell people what you already have worked on and what you have done going back to the finances you know people will be in relationships and they don't speak about those things and they don't know until they've already invested all this time energy and money unfortunately be open with people be open with yourself be transparent as possible now some people ain't re really ready for a person being transparent open and honest they tell you that's what they want and when you give it to them they're not ready for it be ready for that to come back on you i just hope that this message this week helps us not only just my listeners, but myself, helps us into going into, we in August. So 2022 is around the corner. We can't go into a new year with the same mentality. I know 2020 took a lot out of us. 2021 was supposed to be a year of like, hey, 2020 was a lot. We lost a lot of loved ones. Some people lost money. Some people lost houses, jobs, whatever the case may be, whatever position you're in, and hopefully in 2021, you were able to refocus, rebrand, rebuild, and prepare your table. Again, I know I gave y'all a homework assignment. I know y'all probably like, sis keep getting all these homework assignments. I feel like I'm in school. I promise y'all, it's not even like that. I just want everyone to be able to move forward. And I feel like they're stuck because I feel like sometimes we get complacent. And I feel like that's another thing in preparing your table. You don't want to be complacent just to be like, well, this is how my table been set up this whole time. Like, I may be 25, 35, 45, and this is what I had prepared my table five years ago, 10 years ago. But sometimes, you know, as we the seasons change, we change the decorations in the house. We put a new doormat at the door. Sometimes you got you to gotta change what you're placing on the table. You're not going to save the, serve the same thing you said serve at Thanksgiving dinner for New Year's. You're not going to serve the same thing you cook on Thanksgiving for Easter. So again, sometimes you got to change the spread on your table. Sometimes when you're playing poker, you're not dealt the same hand every time you play around. So just make it 
make sure that you're refreshing yourself. Make sure you're taking the time to mentally know what's going on with yourself. We hold so many hats and titles. At the end of the day, when we go to sleep, that's our only downtime. Because when you hop up, when the alarm clock go off, you got to put on that mom hat, that dad hat, employee, employer, whatever, you know, whatever your title is that day, that week, that hour of the day, we don't have that time to reflect and refresh to just be like, okay, let me take a, let me take a, a moment just to loose saw. Let me just figure out what it is that I need. That's what I want y'all to do. And when I say prepare your table, don't just prepare your table for you because again, there's going to come a person that's going to come along that wants to push their table up against yours and they want to build the table together, which is cool because you got to understand what you're going to bring to the table in, in essence. But your, your portion of the table has to be prepared before you can even show up to the whole table. I hope this message helps someone. I hope that you share this message. I hope that it touched y'all. I hope I didn't confuse nobody because sometimes some things go over people's heads. Or sometimes I just step on people's toes and they stop listening. Whichever the case it may be this week, I just hope that y'all use this message and y'all move forward in life and everybody can shine to be their brightest self because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. I hope that this week, somebody gets some good news. I just feel it in my spirit. Somebody gonna get a congratulations, you've been approved. Congratulations, you just get the clothes on your house. Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna get a congratulation. I'm always just gonna tell y'all congrats. And again, this whole episode, it's not to bash anybody because we all, we all dealing with stuff. I just want us to be able to look in the mirror and see the reflection of us and not something that we've created in our minds. So again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for the shares, the likes. Thank you for the feedback. If you listen to episode one and you are now tuning to episode two, I thank you. If you have passed on kicking it with Keisha to somebody else, I thank you. And we'll be back next week with another part of the Boss Ass Women series. I have another young lady I'm going to introduce y'all to. Um, in total, I think it's going to be four to five uh, young women that I'm going to present y'all in their business. So stay tuned for the next two to three um, interviews for that. And then, y'all, we're going to... We're going to switch things up after the Boss Ass Woman series, so I can't wait to get into that because I think I'm going to turn the tables around and, you know, talk about a little bit of co-parenting. Yeah, I might let y'all listen to me co-parenting with the person I co-parent with. So y'all stay tuned. It's going to be a nice little ride for season one. If y'all um, have any feedback for me, please send me a DM, send me an email. If you would like to be interviewed or, again, if you want me to promote your product, your business, if you want to be a sponsor to Kicking It With Keisha, send me an email. My email is in my bio on Instagram. Kicking, period, it, period, with, period, Keisha. And that's my Instagram. I don't have a Facebook. Um, you can also send me a DM on my own personal Instagram. Um, and I just look forward to promoting and blessing businesses, Black-owned businesses, um, for us to keep our black dollars circulating in our neighborhoods and in our pockets. So again, thank y'all for listening and I hope to listen for y'all to listen next week. Hey y'all. I know it's been a while. I really needed to take a break. I know I just started, but I needed to take a break. 
Only because I had a lot going on. Um, school started. I'm a mom. Trying to get my babies right for school. But I couldn't leave y'all hanging. So again, like I did last episode, episode two, I just want to say thank you for those that have tuned in, that have shared, that have given giving me feedback on the first two episodes. I just want to say thank you. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and hop into episode three because I know y'all been waiting. So episode three, uh, set boundaries. Um, I know a lot of us have different relationships. We are mom, we are sisters, brothers, cousins, friends, coworkers, whatever title you have, acquaintances with other people. Um, we have to set boundaries with those people. And again, that includes your family. Um, setting a boundary is easier said than done because your mom or your sister or really close friend, maybe someone that you can always depend on or they always depend on you. You want to set that boundary to just not give a person full access to you. And what I mean by not giving a person full access to you, if someone knows that anytime that they are in a bind or anytime they need help, that they can pick up the phone, call, text, show up to your house, show up to your job to get help from you or to just be in your presence, that's the person you have to set a boundary with. Um, you know, some people know may know you and may know the type of person you are. So some people may know, oh, I can't pop up to her house or I can't pop up to her job, but I can text her, I can call her. You wanna give people certain access to you at certain times. And that's not to say that you have to shut people out or that you have to kind of put yourself in a do not disturb mode, but you have to let people know like this is the boundary. This is where I draw my access directly to you. Because if we don't set those boundaries and those expectations, Someone's going to constantly and continuously do things over and over again that that aren't pleasing to us and they make make us feel a certain type of way. Now we all grown, we all have issues that may come up, but it's easy just to communicate those to people. You could just tell a person, "Hey, this is how I'm feeling. Hey, this is this is the space I need for you and I. This is where." This is how much access I'm giving to you on today, on this week, on this month, during this year. It doesn't have to necessarily be um, a one-time occurrence or just for the moment type of thing. You can let someone know, like, from here on out, this is how this relationship or this friendship is going to operate. And that gives a person the ability to say, okay, I, I can deal with you in in this scenario or I I don't really like that you're putting a boundary on our friendship or in our relationship that just tells you how you should deal with that person moving forward but you shouldn't allow someone so much access to you that it becomes like a oh what does this person want now or oh why is she calling me again type of thing you don't want it to come to that type of situation so if for whatever reason, and not to say it's always a her uh, type of thing, there are some guys out there that we got to set these boundaries with, ladies. You can't allow a man access to you all the time either. So 
I don't want to put gender roles on anything, but you know, you may have that one guy friend that just hits you up every day, nine, 10 o'clock, and you already know what he wants, or you already know what he's trying to get out of you. Setting those boundaries and expectations is going to let the person know what you're willing to deal with and willing to put away and what you won't deal with and what you won't put up with. But if you're not communicating, if you're not speaking those words, if you're not saying those things, we are not mind readers. People don't know how much access you're, you are willing to give or you're willing to provide. And again, easier said than done. There are, there's going to be times when you are setting these boundaries and setting these expectations and people are going to test you. They're going to be like, oh, she was just in one of her moods or he going to be like, oh, she was being funny the other night when I text her at nine, ten o'clock to see if I can come over or see if we can Netflix and chill. I don't know if people Netflix and chill anymore. Y'all let me know if people still Netflix and chill. I don't know. But, you know, like. People are going to test you and they're just going to be like, oh, well, let me see if these little boundaries or these expectations, if they're really going to hold true. So, you know, you might get that friend and hit you up and be like, hey, girl, I'm on my way to your house. I want to borrow your, your purse and your shoes or hey, I'm on my way to your house. See if you cook dinner, like whatever the case may be. It may not always be like a monetary thing. It may not be like somebody trying to pop up to your house because they want to borrow some money. It may just be that they just want to take advantage of you in that situation. And they're going to try to test you. And you just have to have that restraint to be like, no, this is what I put in place. This is how of much access that I'm allowing you to have to me. If that person is not willing to abide by the boundaries that you set in place, that again, just shows you how you're supposed to deal with that person moving forward. Now, sometimes it is going to be hard because you just may be that nice, spirited person that's just like oh it's okay just this one time come on come on over you tell dude come on over we can netflix and chill or come on over yeah maybe 10 30 i know i gotta go to work in the morning just come on over you know your friend gonna come to your house uninvited stay longer than she need to stay eat take stuff with her and never return it you just gotta know the person that you're dealing with if you continue to allow this person full access to you, they'll never stop doing whatever it is they do. And they'll never know that it's bothering you or a hindrance to you because you never set that expectation. And then sometimes you may set that expectation and you may stand firm on your boundaries that you're setting with that person. And they're just not getting it. It's like they just constantly continue, continue to try to be bullheaded. And they just try to come in and be like, girl, you said that, but I ain't believe you or... Man, I've been texting you trying to come see you. Why are you picking up the phone? Why are you not returning my... Like, people are going to try to test and see if this is just something that you're just going through for the moment. Everybody feel like something may be a phase or just maybe for the moment. But people don't realize, like, some things aren't for the moment. Like, this is moving forward. How our friendship and relationship is going to move. Or this is this is what I... And putting in place this is as much access that I want you to have to me you don't have to have full access to me I'm not always gonna be here every time you call every time you text that's just not the the friendship or relationship I want to have right now I want to set this boundary and I want to allow you limited access to me think about 
people with these federal jobs or people that work in a bank in order to get to certain doors in the bank you have to have a key fob you have to have access you have to have credentials sometimes you got to set this access and this credentials with certain people um now granted people may be like did you really say your mama in the beginning like you really was like certain people like your mom your dad yeah your mama and your daddy like yes they're your mom and dad but they also gotta have 24 access to you either if something is a dire emergency they will let you know it's a dire emergency but other than that i'll call you in when i got some time it everything ain't an emergency everyone does not have to have complete access to you at all times now people that would have to have complete access to you at all times your kids your spouse and sometimes you know you might be like mm, give you a little bit of boundaries too it just depends on the nature of the relationship and why those boundaries need to be put in place or why people need to have full and limited access to you but setting those boundaries and setting those expectations and letting people know like this is this is this is my these are my guidelines we can we can use the word guidelines as well like this is what this is what i'm expecting you to abide by because it's not okay for somebody to show up to your house unannounced it's not okay for somebody to come to your job it's not okay that someone is always a hundred percent 110 percent depending on you because are you getting that full access in return from them it's not okay that this guy or this girl is always only texting you or only calling you a certain time of the day trying to gain access to you or only wanting to deal with you when it's convenient for them during the nighttime when you're trying to wind down and go to bed they want to pop up at your house or they want to come over or they want to see you on certain days throughout the week limit your access to people like look if you can't see me monday through friday you're not just gonna keep calling me or texting me saturday after you leave the club or after you leave a party or wherever it is that you're coming from that you think you're just supposed to have access to me at this given time on this given day the other thing is you have to know if that relationship even requires you to put a boundary on it again it's all in the nature of the relationship every relationship every friendship every acquaintance every situationship because again you got those things that you just can't put a label on situationships um don't they don't require limited access they don't require full access because they've already been put in place for when the relationship started and that's fine but then you have these ongoing relationship or these relationships that you a one since day one and it's just like okay yeah you've been my friend for x amount of years yeah we've been in this relationship for x amount of years but i also want you to have limited access to me i also don't want i don't want this and i don't want this make those boundaries set those boundaries set those guidelines give the person the expectation of what it is that you're looking for in that relationship or in that friendship because if you don't tell a person if you don't communicate it if they don't know then they're going to continue to test you and they're going to continue to push and push and push until you get to a breaking point because then that that right there can it just end the relationship altogether and then you won't really have to set a boundary because ain't no no need to set a boundary but 
I really just felt like because y'all know I'm, I'm very transparent. I just felt like um, over the last, I don't know, give or take, I would just say maybe six months because we were in September. All the last six months, I've, I've had to set some boundaries due to the expectations of some people. And I also had to set boundaries due to myself. I'm the type of person, I don't say no. I don't know how to say no. I'm the type of person, if you call me, and I got five dollars in my name. You call and ask me for four. I might even go and give it to you, cause that's just that's just who I am. Because I feel like I feel like if if the situation was reversed and I had to go to someone to ask them for four dollars and all they had was five, me the type of person I am, I'm expecting that person to be a me. I'm expecting me out of them. Like I want them to give me the four dollars and them been left with one. But everybody not like that, cause then you will have a person to be like, girl, I only got five. I can't give you four. I'm going to be broke. But in my head, I'm like, well, I could do that for you. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, within the last six months, I've had to set boundaries. And then I've, I've also opened up boundaries, if that makes sense, where I might have given someone before limited access to me. And I might have give, given them more access to me. Like, if they call me and it's after 9 o'clock before I went to answer the phone, that might answer the phone. So, you know, you just got to know based on that person, based on that, that friendship, situation, whatever the title of it is, you know, you just got to know for yourself. And for me, everything is based on how that, how that person is with me. Because I know, like, if I call them at the nine o'clock, are they answering the phone? And you also got to think, like, again... I just went back to saying, like, if it's a dire emergency, like your mom and daddy calling you and it's midnight, you know, that's like an emergency situation because not many people can call you at midnight. So I just know, like, at a certain time, if certain people call me, yeah, then I'm going to answer the phone. But again, if if it's my mama and she want to call me at 8.45 and my kids don't work my nerves and somebody at work and pissed me off, mm, I thought you in the morning. I thought you when the sun come up. If it's real important, she going to text it to me. Or she might text me and be like, what you doing? And I might respond via text. But I may not want to talk to her in that moment. Again, yes, it's my mama. But I can also give my mama boundaries. And I can also give her limited access to me in that moment for two weeks, for two months, 20 weeks, whatever the case may be. Hey, you have to know when you're in a spot that you need to set these boundaries with these individuals. And it's not to say that you're cutting people off or that you're just pushing people away but sometimes if you if you don't take a step back all of that can overwhelm you 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 come in contact with so many people you you extend help or you help people throughout the day and depending on what type of job you do you may help your co-workers all day you may help customers all day whatever type of Something that you do all day and then you got to come home, you got to deal with kids, you got to deal with your spouse. All of that can take a toll on you. So when you start setting these boundaries and expectations, it's not only helping create longevity in your friendships and relationships. It's also helping you with everything that you need to do for yourself. And I think that's what everything boils down to. People don't realize like sometimes you just got to take a step back so that you can work on you. Because if you're not your best you... You can't spread it off to everybody else. And when everybody else is wanting a piece of you, wanting full access to you, 
at some point in time, not going to be enough for you to go around. That's number one. Number two, you're going to get so tired that you just like, at this point, I don't even have enough energy for me, let alone all 8,000 of y'all asking me for this, that, and the third. So setting these boundaries is, is not also, I don't want people to think that it's a bad thing that you have to set boundaries with people because sometimes that just helps you grow to your next level or mature to your next level because if we think about it all that we're doing every year is hopefully every year we're elevating to our next potential or getting to our purpose and in order to do so you you got to focus on that and you can't focus on your purpose or your whatever you're trying to manifest your destiny without taking a step back from people or without taking a step back and just knowing what it is that you need to focus on and when I say take a step back, sometimes you may just, you may have to set a boundary where you are cutting people off. And that's fine because everybody is not meant to go with you to the next level. So if the person don't understand and the person doesn't see like, hey, right now, this is, this is where my main focus is. Hey, call me. I'll call you when I got time. Text me. I text you about when I got time. Send me an email, DM, Skype, whatever it is people do to get in contact with you. Hey, when I get a chance, I'll call you back. Or when I get a chance, I'll text you back. I'll send you that email. I'll follow up on your messages. Or I'll return your voicemail. Whatever you do to get in contact with them. But sometimes people just need to take... That's just like the animals during the wintertime. They hibernate. They're not out in the, in the cold. They're hibernating. So sometimes you got to hibernate. Again, if, if you look at how life comes full circle everything will play out as it's supposed to but you have to make sure that you are not putting yourself in a situation where you've given too much to others that you don't have enough for yourself or you haven't set any boundaries or expectations or these guidelines with other people that you don't have time for what it is that God has given you to be a purpose if you want to think about it in the analogy of like a video game the video game starts off It'll tell you, like, the purpose of the game. It'll tell you where your end goal is, but it'll also give you a practice mode. It'll also give you a chance to play before you're in the real game. And then you practice, and then you learn little shortcuts, or you'll get little tools to help you along the way. This is what these setting these boundaries is going to do. Setting these boundaries is going to give you time to focus on what you need to focus on. Get your resources in order. Get your tools in order. And then when you when you ready to step on the field, when you ready to play the full game, you prepared. But you can't be prepared if everybody is there distracting you, wanting a piece of you, needing you to do something for them, but you're not focused on yourself. So if you're not setting these expectations, if you're not setting these boundaries, that's cool. Just know that in the end, if you don't make it to that final level, it may not be because you didn't do the practice mode. It may not be because you didn't put in the work. It may just literally be because you didn't give yourself that time and that focus and that energy to be determined to get to your full purpose, to get to whatever it is that you were destined to do. And then sometimes we may not get to that full goal, but if the goal that we're working towards, but if you're on the path there, that's, that's where it starts. But you have to get there little by little. You have to get there by pushing yourself, by knowing when you need to say no, by knowing when you can say yes, by knowing when you can say maybe, let me see, but let me work on this first and I'll get back to you. 
you have to know you can't say the same thing over and over. And I'm telling y'all this, and I'm really telling myself this because, again, I just told y'all I don't know how to say no. And it's okay. I, I know that that's an issue that I got to work on. I don't know how to say no. Sometimes I don't know when enough is enough. I don't know how to just be like, okay, this is when I need to walk away. And that's okay because I know I'm working on it. And I know that once I get to that point and I cut it off, some people might be mad. I know a few people that might be mad. They might be listening to like, let her stop saying no to me. We're going to fight. And that's fine. We can. But at the end of the day, it's like if you don't give yourself the space, the ability to grow, move, and elevate, you'll be stuck and you'll come complacent. And nobody wants to be complacent. I mean, if that works for you, hey, talk. <laughs> everyone to each his own. But if you're looking to... I don't know if you're looking to start your own business, if you're looking to make management on the job that you're on, because everybody knows that some people want to be an entrepreneur and some people are fine with the nine to five. So you working at nine to five and you tr and you're trying to get to a certain position, you got to cut people off or set those boundaries so you can focus on your work so you can do what you need to do. If that's going back to school to get degrees or certifications so you can go up a next level so you can get the management. Cool. Tell people that, hey. Yeah, y'all hanging out. It's football season. Cool. I'm going to watch the game at my house. I can't meet y'all at the sports bar. I'm working on getting this this degree or this certification so I can move up at work. So I'm going to hang out with y'all. I just can't hang out with y'all like I used to. Your friends going to day parties or your friends are, I don't know, they engage. So they have an engagement parties and bridal showers or whatever the case may be. And they want you to be in attendance. Go to what you can go to. Don't feel bad if you can't make every event. And sometimes I feel like we beat ourselves up. When someone gives you an invitation, an invitation doesn't mean you always have to go. You can send your best wishes. You can send a gift on your behalf. But you don't always have to be there. Because sometimes when you are there rooting on for somebody else, you could be putting your, your effort and energy into your goal. And it's not to say that you can't celebrate with your friends and families on certain milestones. But if that certain at that certain point in time, if that's going to take away from what you're working on, just let them know, hey, I wish you all the best. I'm so happy for you. I will be at the wedding. I just can't make the engagement dinner. I just can't make the engagement party. Hey, I can't make it to your bridal shop, but I'll, I'll be at the bachelorette party. Wherever you know that you can fit in, fit in. But don't stop what you got to do or put anything that you have on hold to go focus on someone else. And it's always good to communicate that. Communication is key in anything. Again, just like setting these boundaries are key. Setting these boundaries are key. Making this limited access to you or full access to you, depending on that person. But just know, whatever you do, it should be the main goal. And the main goal of, of everything should be you, yourself, and what you have going on. Your children, your spouse, your significant other. Whatever the situation is that you're trying to focus on or whatever goal that you have in mind or whatever you're trying to manifest, just make sure you're focusing yourself. And again, setting those boundaries and expectations with others, because if we don't set these boundaries and expectations, then people, people can't get mad at you when you don't do something. They're only going to get mad at you when you stop doing the things that you are doing for them. And when you constantly are enabling someone and they know that you're going to be there every time you pick up the phone but the one day you, that you don't pick up the phone then they're mad but if you tell them hey i'm not always going to pick up the phone i'm not always going to be able to respond to your text right away give me a couple of days give me a week or two just tell them like hey i'm not fully here 
you don't full have full access to me. I need to set this boundary with you because I have something going on. Or, hey, I need to give you this expectation of this relationship because right now I'm not fully 100% vested. I can't even tell you if I'm 75% vested in this relationship. I'm just letting you know I'll be here. I'll be in the background, but I'm just not here 100% as I was before or as I used to be or as our relationship started. Whatever the case may be, communicate that with the person. Um, I also want, I also feel like not just in a, a co-worker relationship, uh, a friendship, but when you get in these relationships, tell that person up front like what it is that you're expecting from them and, and they can tell you what they're expecting from you. But in the beginning, you got to set those boundaries too because if not, that relationship can consume you and you'll be so consumed in this relationship and give us all your time and energy and you just be like, oh, this is the person I'm supposed to be with. And then you get to a certain point in the relationship and the relationship is, is elevating. The relationship is golden. You, you see that it can end up in marriage or you, you two can end up building this beautiful partnership, whatever the case may be. But then on the back end, where did you lack off at? Did you invest that same back into yourself? Is everything on an equal playing ground? Like, were you putting your all and giving full access in this relationship that you slacked off at work? So now where you were up for promotion, somebody else may get it. You have to make sure that you are balancing these things. So these boundaries are also helping to balance life because if you think about it, that's what we've been doing all along. Like being a baby, you're learning how to walk, crawl, talk. And then they send you to school. And in school, what are you balancing? Going to school, making friends, getting promoted to the next grade. Then you get to high school. You're balancing going into becoming an adult, going to college, learning a trade, starting a business, taking over a family business, whatever the case may be. So if you think about it, all of this is preparation. So when you become an adult, you have to make sure that you're still in that same preparation mode as you were as a child, you're just now flipping the strip and being the person that controls the narrative, being the person that sets the boundaries, being the person that sets the rules, being the person that makes the expectations for you. So when I say set the boundaries, I'm saying set the boundaries so that you can elevate to be the best you, so that you can manifest to your destiny, so that you know that when it's all said and done, because life is short we don't know our last time that we'll see somebody we don't know the last time we we'll talked to somebody so life is short so make sure that in living life that you live your life to your full potential that you're living your life to get to your purpose or that you're on the path to get to your purpose and sometimes we may have to go on that journey alone and that's fine because we came into the world alone so no matter how many friends you have in your circle you can have two friends. It's just going to be you when you leave this world. You can have 20 friends. It's just going to be you when you leave this world. You came in the world alone. You're going to leave the world alone. But just know that you did everything that you can do to get to that full potential of yourself. And again, there's going to be people that you meet along the way that's going to help you get there. But there's also going to be some people that you meet along the way that's going to hinder you. You just need to know if you're able to make that 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 differential between the two like if this person is here to help or hinder me 
I just hope y'all out there setting boundaries. I hope y'all out there knowing who you have in your circle, who you're allowing full access to, who you need to limit access to, and just making sure that you're living to your full potential. Because at the end of the day, you are the person that's in control of your own destiny. We don't have an interview this week, y'all, but I'm definitely going to have an interview for episode four. Still going and continuing our Boss as Women's um, series. And then after that, we're going to kick off the co-parenting series. Hopefully, like episode six, I'm going to just go ahead and hop into the co-parenting. So that should be interesting. But as always, I just want to thank you guys in advance for sharing, for commenting, for all of your feedback. Um, Kicking it with Keisha just was something really spontaneous. And I'm just so happy um, for all of the feedback. And I look forward to episode four. And that will be on time. So this was like a little bonus. Episode four will post on Sunday. Hey, y'all. I know it's been a while. I really needed to take a break. I know I just started, but I needed to take a break. Only because I had a lot going on. Um, school started. I'm a mom. Trying to get my babies right for school. But I couldn't leave y'all hanging. So again, like I did last episode, episode two, I just want to say thank you for those that have tuned in, that have shared, that have given giving me feedback on the first two episodes. I just want to say thank you. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and hop into episode three because I know y'all been waiting. So episode three, uh, set boundaries. Um, I know a lot of us have different relationships. We are mom, we are sisters, brothers, cousins, friends, coworkers, whatever title you have, acquaintances with other people. Um, we have to set boundaries with those people. And again, that includes your family. Um, setting a boundary is easier said than done because your mom or your sister or really close friend may be someone that you can always depend on or they always depend on you. You want to set that boundary to just not give a person full access to you. And what I mean by not giving a person full access to you, if someone knows that anytime that they are in a bind or anytime they need help, that they can pick up the phone, call, text, show up to your house, show up to your job to get help from you or to just be in your presence, that's the person you have to set a boundary with. Um, you know, some people know may know you and may know the type of person you are. So some people may know, oh, I can't pop up to her house or I can't pop up to her job, but I can text or I can call her. You want to give people certain access to you at certain times. And that's not to say that you have to shut people out or that you have to kind of put yourself in a do not disturb mode, but you have to let people know like this is the boundary. This is where I draw my access directly to you. Because if we don't set those boundaries and those expectations, Someone's going to constantly and continuously do things over and over again that that aren't pleasing to us and they make make us feel a certain type of way. Now we all grown, we all have issues that may come up, but it's easy just to communicate those to people. You could just tell a person, 
hey, this is how I'm feeling. Hey, this is this is the space I need for you and I. This is where this is how much access I'm giving to you on today, on this week, on this month, during this year. It doesn't have to necessarily be um a one time occurrence or just for the moment type of thing. You can let someone know like from here on out, this is how this relationship or this friendship is going to operate. And that gives a person the ability to say, okay, I, I can deal with you in in this scenario or I, I don't really like that you're putting a boundary on our friendship or in our relationship. That just tells you how you should deal with that person moving forward. But you shouldn't allow someone so much access to you that it becomes like a, oh, what does this person want now? Or, oh, why is she calling me again type of thing? You don't want it to come to that type of situation. So if for whatever reason, and not to say it's always a her uh, type of thing, there are some guys out there that we got to set these boundaries with, ladies. You can't allow a man access to you all the time either. So I don't want to put gender roles on anything, but... You know, you may have that one guy friend that just hits you up every day, nine, ten o'clock, and you already know what he wants, or you already know what he's trying to get out of you. Setting those boundaries and expectations is going to let the person know what you're willing to deal with and willing to put away and what you won't deal with and what you won't put up with. But if you're not communicating, if you're not speaking those words, if you're not saying those things, we're not mind readers. People don't know how much access you're, you are willing to give or you're willing to provide. And again, easier said than done. There are There's going to be times when you are setting these boundaries and setting these expectations and people are going to test you. They're going to be like, oh, she was just in one of her moods or he's going to be like, oh, she was being funny the other night when I text her at 9, 10 o'clock to see if I can come over or see if we can Netflix and chill. I don't know if people Netflix and chill anymore. Y'all let me know if people still Netflix and chill. I don't know. But, you know, like, people are going to test you and they're just going to be like, oh, well, let me see if these little boundaries or these expectations, if they're really going to hold true. So, you know, you might get that friend and hit you up and be like, hey, girl, I'm on my way to your house. I want to borrow your, your purse and your shoes. Or, hey, I'm on my way to your house. See if you cook dinner. Like, whatever the case may be. It may not always be like a monetary thing. It may not be like somebody trying to pop up to your house because they want to borrow some money. It may just be that they just want to take advantage of you in that situation. And they're going to try to test you. And you just have to have that restraint to be like, no, this is what I put in place. This is how of much access that I'm allowing you to have to me. If that person is not willing to abide by the boundaries that you set in place, that, again, just shows you how you're supposed to deal with that person moving forward. Now, sometimes it is going to be hard because you just may be that nice, spirited person that's just like, oh, it's okay, just this one time, come on. Come on over, you tell dude, come on over, we can Netflix and chill. Or come on over, yeah, maybe 1030. I know I got to go to work in the morning. Just come on over. You know your friend going to come to your house, uninvited, stay longer than she needs to stay, eat, take stuff with her, and never return it. 
you just got to know the person that you're dealing with. If you continue to allow this person full access to you, they'll never stop doing whatever it is they do. And they'll never know that it's bothering you or a hindrance to you because you've never set that expectation. And then sometimes you may set that expectation and you may stand firm on your boundaries that you're setting with that person. And they're just not getting it. It's like they just constantly continue, continue to try to be bullheaded. And they just try to come in and be like, girl, you said that, but I ain't believe you. Or, man, I've been texting you trying to come see you. Why are you picking up the phone? Why are you not returning my... Like, people are going to try to test and see if this is just something that you're just going through for the moment. Everybody feel like something may be a phase or just maybe for the moment. But people don't realize, like, some things aren't for the moment. Like, this is moving for how our friendship and relationship is going to move or this is this is what i am putting in place this is as much access that i want you to have to me you don't have to have full access to me i'm not always going to be here every time you call every time you text that's just not the the friendship or relationship i want to have right now i want to set this boundary and i want to allow you limited access to me think about people with these federal jobs or people that work in a bank in order to get to certain doors in the bank you have to have a key fob you have to have access you have to have credentials sometimes you got to set this access and this credentials with certain people um now granted people may be like did you really say your mama in the beginning like you really was like certain people like your mom your dad yeah, your mama and your daddy. Like, yes, they're your mom and dad, but they also got to have 24 access to you either. If something is a dire emergency, they will let you know it's a dire emergency. But other than that, I'll call you in when I got some time. It Everything ain't an emergency. Everyone does not have to have complete access to you at all times. Now, people that would have to have complete access to you at all times, your kids, your spouse. And sometimes... You know, you might be like, mm, give you a little bit of boundaries too. It just depends on the nature of the relationship and why those boundaries need to be put in place or why people need to have full and limited access to you. But setting those boundaries and setting those expectations and letting people know like, this is, this is, this is my, these are my guidelines. We can, we can use the word guidelines as well. Like, this is what. This is what I'm expecting you to abide by because it's not okay for somebody to show up to your house unannounced. It's not okay for somebody to come to your job. It's not okay that someone is always 100%, 110% dependent on you because are you getting that full access in return from them? It's not okay that this guy or this girl is always only texting you or only calling you a certain time of the day trying to gain access to you or only wanting to deal with you when it's convenient for them during the nighttime when you're trying to wind down to go to bed they want to pop up at your house or they want to come over or they want to see you on certain days throughout the week limit your access to people like look if you can't see me monday through friday you're not just gonna keep calling me or texting me saturday after you leave the club or after you leave a party or wherever it is that you're coming from that you think you're just supposed to have access to me at this given time on this given day. The other thing is you have to know 
if that relationship even requires you to put a boundary on it again it's all in the nature of the relationship every relationship every friendship every acquaintance every situationship because again you got those things that you just can't put a label on situationships um don't they don't require limited access they don't require full access because they've already been put in place for when the relationship started and that's fine but then you have these ongoing relationship or these relationships that you a one since day one and it's just like okay yeah you've been my friend for x amount of years yeah we've been in this relationship for x amount of years but i also want you to have limited access to me i also don't want i don't want this and i don't want this make those boundaries set those boundaries set those guidelines give the person the expectation of what it is that you're looking for in that relationship or in that friendship because if you don't tell a person if you don't communicate it if they don't know then they're going to continue to test you and they're going to continue to push and push and push until you get to a breaking point because then that that right there can it just end the relationship altogether and then you won't really have to set a boundary because ain't no no need to set a boundary but i really just felt like because y'all know I'm, I'm very transparent i just felt like um over the last i don't know give or take i would just say maybe six months because we were in september all the last six months i've i've had to set some boundaries due to the expectations of some people and i also had to set boundaries due to myself i'm the type of person i don't say no i don't know how to say no i'm the type of person if you call me and I got $5 in my name and you call and ask me for four, I might even go and give it to you. Cause that's just, that's just who I am. Because I feel like, I feel like if, if the situation was reversed and I had to go to someone to ask them for $4 and all they had was five, me, the type of person I am, I'm expecting that person to be a me. I'm expecting me out of them. Like I want them to give me the $4 and them been left with one, but everybody not like that. Cause then you will have a person that'd be like, girl, I only got five. I can't give you four. I'm going to be broke. But in my head, I'm like, well, I could do that for you. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, within the last six months, I've had to set boundaries. And then I've, I've also opened up boundaries, if that makes sense, where I might have given someone before limited access to me. And I might have give, given them more access to me. Like, if they call me and it's after 9 o'clock before I went to answer the phone, that might answer the phone. So, you know, you just got to know based on that person, based on that, that friendship, situation, whatever the title of it is, you know, you just got to know for yourself. And for me, everything is based on how that, how that person is with me. Because I know, like, if I call them at the nine o'clock, are they answering the phone? And you also got to think, like, again... I just went back to saying, like, if it's a dire emergency, like your mom and daddy calling you and it's midnight, you know, that's like an emergency situation because not many people can call you at midnight. So I just know, like, at a certain time, if certain people call me, yeah, then I'm going to answer the phone. But again, if if it's my mama and she want to call me at 8.45 and my kids don't work my nerves and somebody at work and pissed me off, mm, I thought you in the morning. I thought you when the sun come up. If it's real important, she going to text it to me. Or she might text me and be like, what you doing? And I might respond via text. But I may not want to talk to her in that moment. 
again, yes, it's my mama, but I can also give my mama boundaries and I can also give her limited access to me in that moment for two weeks, for two months, 20 weeks, whatever the case may be. Hey, you have to know when you're in a spot that you need to set these boundaries with these individuals. And it's not to say that you're cutting people off or that you're just pushing people away. But sometimes if you, if you don't take a step back, all of that can overwhelm you. You, you come in contact with so many people, you, you extend help or you help people throughout the day. And depending on what type of job you do, you may help your coworkers all day. You may help customers all day, whatever type of something that you do all day. And then you got to come home, you got to deal with kids, you got to deal with your spouse. All of that can take a toll on you. So when you start setting these boundaries and expectations, it's not only helping create longevity in your friendships and relationships. It's also helping you with everything that you need to do for yourself. And I think that's what everything boils down to. People don't realize, like, sometimes you just got to take a step back so that you can work on you. Because if you're not your best you, you can't spread it off to everybody else. And when everybody else is wanting a piece of you, wanting full access to you, at some point in time, it's not going to be enough for you to go around. That's number one. Number two, you're going to get so tired that you just like, at this point, I don't even have enough energy for me, let alone all 8,000 of y'all asking me for this, that, and the third. So setting these boundaries is, is not also, I don't want people to think that it's a bad thing that you have to set boundaries with people because sometimes that just helps you grow to your next level or mature to your next level because... If we think about it, all that we're doing every year is, hopefully, every year we're elevating to our next potential or getting to our purpose. And in order to do so, you you got to focus on that. And you can't focus on your purpose or your whatever you're trying to manifest, your destiny, without taking a step back from people or without taking a step back and just knowing what it is that you need to focus on. And when I say take a step back, sometimes... You may just, you may have to set a boundary where you are cutting people off. And that's fine because everybody's not meant to go with you to the next level. So if the person don't understand and the person doesn't see like, hey, right now, this is, this is where my main focus is. Hey, call me. I'll call you when I got time. Text me. I text you about when I got time. Send me an email, DM, Skype, whatever it is people do to get in contact with you. Hey, when I get a chance, I'll call you back. Or when I get a chance, I'll text you back. I'll send you that email. I'll follow up on your messages. Or I'll return your voicemail. Whatever you do to get in contact with them. But sometimes people just need to take... That's just like the animals during the wintertime. They hibernate. They're not out in the, in the cold. They're hibernating. So sometimes you got to hibernate. Again, if, if you look at how life comes full circle... Everything will play out as it's supposed to, but you have to make sure that you are not putting yourself in a situation where you've given too much to others that you don't have enough for yourself, or you haven't set any boundaries or expectations or these guidelines with other people that you don't have time for what it is that God has given you to be a purpose. If you want to think about it in the analogy of like a video game, the video game starts off. It'll tell you, like, the purpose of the game. It'll tell you where your end goal is, but it'll also give you a practice mode. It'll also give you 
a chance to play before you're in the real game. And then you practice and then you learn little shortcuts or you'll get little tools to help you along the way. This is what these setting these boundaries is going to do. Setting these boundaries is going to give you time to focus on what you need to focus on. Get your resources in order. Get your tools in order. And then when you when you're ready to step on the field, when you're ready to play the full game, you prepared. But you can't be prepared if everybody is there distracting you, wanting a piece of you, needing you to do something for them, but you're not focused on yourself. So if you're not setting these expectations, if you're not setting these boundaries, that's cool. Just know that in the end, if you don't make it to that final level, it may not be because you didn't do the practice mode. It may not be because you didn't put in the work. It may just literally be because you didn't give yourself that time and that focus and that energy to be determined to get to your full purpose, to get to whatever it is that you were destined to do. And it's sometimes we may not get to that full goal, but if the goal that we're working towards, but if you're on the path there, that's that's where it starts. But you have to get there little by little. You have to get there by pushing yourself, by knowing when you need to say no, by knowing when you can say yes, by knowing when you can say maybe, let me see, but let me work on this first and I'll get back to you. You have to know you can't say the same thing over and over. And I'm telling y'all this, and I'm really telling myself this because again, I just told y'all, I don't know how to say no. And it's okay. I, I know that that's an issue that I got to work on. I don't know how to say no. Sometimes I don't know when enough is enough. I don't know how to just be like, okay, this is when I need to walk away. And that's okay because I know I'm working on it. And I know that once I get to that point and I cut it off, some people might be mad. I know a few people that might be mad. They might be listening to like, let her stop saying no to me. We're going to fight. And that's fine. We can. But at the end of the day, it's like if you don't give yourself the space, the ability to grow, move, and elevate, you'll be stuck and you'll come complacent. And nobody wants to be complacent. I mean, if that works for you, hey, talk. <laughs> everyone to each his own. But if you're looking to, I don't know, if you're looking to start your own business, if you're looking to make management on the job that you're on, because everybody knows that. Some people want to be an entrepreneur and some people are fine with the nine to five. So you working at nine to five and, you tr and you're trying to get to a certain position, you got to cut people off or set those boundaries so you can focus on your work so you can do what you need to do. If that's going back to school to get degrees or certifications so you can go up a next level so you can get the management, cool. Tell people that, hey, yeah, y'all hanging out. It's football season. Cool. I'm going to watch the game at my house. I can't meet y'all at the sports bar. I'm working on getting this this degree or this certification so I can move up at work. So I'm going to hang out with y'all. I just can't hang out with y'all like I used to. Your friends going to day parties or your friends are, I don't know, they engage. So they have an engagement parties and bridal showers or whatever the case may be. And they want you to be in attendance. Go to what you can go to. Don't feel bad if you can't make every event. And sometimes I feel like we beat ourselves up. When someone gives you an invitation, an invitation doesn't mean you always have to go. You can send your best wishes. You can send a gift on your behalf, but you don't always have to be there because sometimes when you are there rooting on for somebody else, you could be putting your, your effort and energy into your goal. And it's not to say that you can't celebrate with your friends and families on certain milestones, but if that certain, at that certain point in time, if that's going to take away from what you're working on, just let them know, hey, I wish you all the best. I'm so happy for you. 
I'm going to be at the wedding. I just can't make the engagement dinner. I just can't make the engagement party. Hey, I can't make it to your bridal shower, but I'll, I'll be at the bachelorette party. Wherever you know that you can fit in, fit in. But don't stop what you got to do or put anything that you have on hold to go focus on someone else. And it's always good to communicate that. Communication is key in anything. Again, just like setting these boundaries are key. Setting these boundaries are key. Making this limited access to you or full access to you depending on that person. But just know whatever you do, it should be the main goal. And the main goal of, of everything should be you, yourself, and what you have going on. Your children, your spouse, your significant other, whatever the situation is that you're trying to focus on or whatever goal that you have in mind or whatever you're trying to manifest, just make sure you're focusing yourself. And again, setting those boundaries and expectations with others because if we don't set these boundaries and expectations, then people people can't get mad at you when you don't do something. They're only going to get mad at you when you stop doing the things that you are doing for them. And when you constantly are enabling someone and they know that you're going to be there every time you pick up the phone but the one day you, that you don't pick up the phone then they're mad but if you tell them hey i'm not always going to pick up the phone i'm not always going to be able to respond to your text right away give me a couple of days give me a week or two just tell them like hey i'm not fully here you don't full have full access to me i need to set this boundary with you because i have something going on or, hey, I need to give you this expectation of this relationship because right now I'm not fully 100% vested. I can't even tell you if I'm 75% vested in this relationship. I'm just letting you know I'll be here. I'll be in the background, but I'm just not here 100% as I was before or as I used to be or as our relationship started. Whatever the case may be, communicate that with the person. Um, I also want, I also feel like not just in a, a co-worker relationship, uh, a friendship, but when you get in these relationships, tell that person up front like what it is that you're expecting from them and, and they can tell you what they're expecting from you. But in the beginning, you got to set those boundaries too because if not, that relationship can consume you and you'll be so consumed in this relationship and give us all your time and energy and you just be like, oh, this is the person I'm supposed to be with. And then you get to a certain point in the relationship. And the relationship is, is elevating. The relationship is golden. You you see that it can end up in marriage. Or you, you two can end up building this beautiful partnership. Whatever the case may be. But then on the back end, where did you lack off at? Did you invest that same back into yourself? Is everything on an equal playing ground? Like, were you putting your all and giving full access in this relationship that you slacked off at work? So now where you were up for promotion, somebody else may get it. You have to make sure that you are balancing these things. So these boundaries are also helping to balance life because if you think about it, that's what we've been doing all along. Like, being a baby, you're learning how to walk, crawl, talk. And then they send you to school. And in school, what are you balancing? Going to school, making friends, getting promoted to the next grade. Then you get to high school. You're balancing going into becoming an adult, going to college, learning a trade, starting a business, taking over a family business, whatever the case may be. So if you think about it, all of this is preparation. So when you become an adult, you have to make sure that you're still 
in that same preparation mode as you were as a child, you're just now flipping the strip and being the person that controls the narrative, being the person that sets the boundaries, being the person that sets the rules, being the person that makes the expectations for you. So when I say set the boundaries, I'm saying set the boundaries so that you can elevate to be the best you, so that you can manifest to your destiny, so that you know that when it's all said and done, because life is short. We don't know our last time that we'll see somebody. We don't know the last time we talked to somebody. So life is short. So make sure that in living life, that you live your life to your full potential, that you're living your life to get to your purpose or that you're on the path to get to your purpose. And sometimes we may have to go on that journey alone. And that's fine because we came into the world alone. So no matter how many friends you have in your circle, you can have two friends. It's just going to be you when you leave this world. You can have 20 friends. It's just going to be you when you leave this world. You came in the world alone. You're going to leave the world alone. But just know that you did everything that you can do to get to that full potential of yourself. And again, there's going to be people that you meet along the way that's going to help you get there. But there's also going to be some people that you meet along the way that's going to hinder you. You just need to know if you're able to make that, that that differential between the two. Like if this person is here to help or hinder me. I just hope y'all out there setting boundaries. I hope y'all out there knowing who you have in your circle who you're allowing full access to, who you need to limit access to, and just making sure that you're living to your full potential. Because at the end of the day, you are the person that's in control of your own destiny. We don't have an interview this week, y'all, but I'm definitely going to have an interview for episode four. Still going and continuing our Boss as Women's um, series. And then after that, we're going to kick off the co-parenting series. Hopefully, like episode six, I'm going to just go ahead and hop into the co-parenting. So that should be interesting. But as always, I just want to thank you guys in advance for sharing, for commenting, for all of your feedback. Um, Kicking it with Keisha just was something really spontaneous. And I'm just so happy um, for all of the feedback. And I look forward to episode four. And that will be on time. So this was like a little bonus Episode 4 will post on Sunday.